Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm still here After all these years After all these tears I shed I'm still here Welcome back to I'm Still Here. I'm Larry. And I'm Heather. In 1998, at the age of 26, I was diagnosed with stage 4 breast cancer. It changed everything for us, but I'm still here. Yes. That's your yes. It is. You are. <laughs> Thank Check. you. Check. Um, hey, before we get going too much into this episode, I wanted to mention we a few weeks ago we announced that I did a meditation that you can sign up for... Um, and you can get the free medication, medication, meditation, no medication, not allowed. <laughs> uh, the meditation um, that is specific to metastatic breast cancer, but then pretty general still. So uh, you just need to follow the link that will be here and you can go and get it. And we would love to have you, um, you know, trying that out and telling us what you think about all of that. If you so, said that to me, I would not know what to do. To follow a link? Yeah. Okay. I don't even know what that means. So, however you're listening or watching this. I watch on YouTube. Okay. So, if you go underneath, if you kind of exit the full screen, do you watch full screen? Uh, yeah, sure. Sure. Yeah. But usually there's a bunch of, like, words down below. Kind of a little episode. It talks about maybe the title of the episode oh, and then things yeah. like that. There'll be a link in there that will, like... You can click on and it will take you. What if I'm uh, What if it's the? Uh, so it's the, the same thing. thing. If it's on Spotify, Spotify. or Apple, um, probably the other ones as well. I'm just more uh, familiar with both of them. If you scroll down uh, again, when you kind of open up that full episode, you know you got it playing. It's not doing. You know. Yeah. There's there's words underneath it. Oh. Yeah. I know you don't probably look at them very often. Well, I'm listening to it. Why would I look at Well, I know, but that's where, that is where we, that's the best, the only way that we can do that is to link it into, you know, the notes or whatever they call them. So. Okay. Okay. So. Well, you guys should do that. You should do that. You just need to give us your email and we will give you, um, we'll give you the meditation. So. Boom. Boom. Um, we are doing this at an alternate time, and the dogs are not quite sure about it all. So, be prepared, right? It's, uh, yeah. We'll see how this goes. It could be ugly. <laughs> but hey, speaking of ugly, <laughs> yeah, let's talk about the things, the way, I call it cancer language. Like, there just seems to be very specific ways that we talk about cancer uh unlike any other disease and i so think true. it was maybe born out of something that was meant to be good but some of it just drives me insane you know i don't think you're alone with that i agree you know i, I and and um if you don't think about it too much well, it won't drive you nuts, and it is the absolute norm to use these. Yep. But and prior to you having cancer, mm -hmm. or prior to me kind of having this discussion with you, I mean years ago. Yeah. Um, I I would have saw nothing wrong with it at yeah. all. Yeah. Um, but getting the perspective of the person who has cancer, it, it can be much different. Yeah. Yeah. 
So I, let's just start out. I think a lot of the implications in the language that we use surrounding cancer, there's a lot of implications of I did something <laughs> to cause it, <laughs> that it was my fault, that I should have done something different. And well, that's how you take it. Mm, yeah, but I bear even specific questions sometimes. I know? don't think there's one human who uses those words who is implying. Mm, yeah, that. then they should stop asking. What? Well, asking what? Like yeah, all of those kind of things. Like, can you kick the dog, please? <laughs> okay. Wake up, Mel. Um, that <laughs> that underlying noise is Ellie snoring. <laughs> I think it's all of the, you know, well. Um, even if it's, do you have any genetic markers or do you, um, boy, that doesn't that seems crazy. You look like you're pretty healthy. All of those things as if like, well, okay, that's not what I was talking about. Oh, okay. Okay. Good. But so let's talk about that first. Yeah. Just all of that. The implication that, um, cancer is a disease and we know that there are environmental factors and we know that there are all of these different factors but I feel like with cancer it really gets played up that like you know if they find one that's the aha well it must be that then yeah. you have cancer in your family oh your your mother your grandmother had breast cancer for example aha well you have a much better chance of getting it then. And you did have it, so there there it is. There we are. I think we're moving beyond that, though. Yeah. I really do with the the, the DNA um, and, you know, truly getting a, a map of this cancer for this person. I think they're still going to ask the questions. Mm-hmm. Um, probably on day one. I'd be surprised. Well, I, I don't think they'll mean still be the healthcare the providers. I don't care if the healthcare providers ask me the questions. Okay. I just kind of mean like the, like, I just felt sometimes like, what did I do wrong? And in terms uh, of, you know. Okay. Um, and I don't know. People ask you that stuff, huh? They do. Wow. I feel like there's really no, no questions people want to ask. <laughs> Okay. We'll get to that more too. All right, but um, and then so let's get into the big thing, which is just kind of this warrior mentality. Which there have been articles written about it, and there have been, there definitely has been a lot of discussion about it, um, in the world of cancer. And I, you know, I think that's what you were alluding to it earlier. Was. For yes. some people, it it really feels great to them. For people who are trying to help, I think a lot of times it's a pretty concrete way of how to jump on a bandwagon right looks and good on a t-shirt looks great yep. on a t-shirt yep. you know good slogans for everything yeah but but it's tough <laughs> like what give like, us some examples well just like um saying you know like fight and battle and um you know you're gonna beat this <laughs> like those things it's it's not a competition I mean, it's yeah. It, I mean, it's a fight in as much as any other disease is also a fight. But we don't. I, if I die of cancer, I didn't lose. It's not about winning and losing. It's um. Well, it's truly like in other. It, you're gonna have to wake her up. You can't <laughs> keep doing that. It's not working. Ellie. 
Um, it's with with other diseases um, and things we have uh, not decided, but but agreed upon in the medical uh, realm of it is now a disease, whereas thirty years ago it wasn't. For example, obesity. Okay. Um, for example, alcoholism. Um, these, I, th I believe they still use terms like fight and it's a battle and, and those kind of things. Um, but I, I think there's a difference in, mm -hmm. oh, I'm going to get myself in trouble here. Uh, I do. Well, I'm just going to say, I, I think there is a difference of, um, being diagnosed with the disease where you literally had no input in it. Meaning alcoholism, you had to put alcohol in your body. Uh, drug addiction, you had to put the drugs in your body. Uh, obesity, you overate. Those are facts. Those aren't opinions. Now, the disease part of it is not being able to stop eating, not being able to stop using the alcohol, not being able to stop doing the drugs with something like breast cancer, a disease like that, it, there was nothing, the causal factor, that there was that. So I think if some, I don't think anybody would be offended that had alcoholism, that they were in a fight. Okay. Whereas I think somebody like metastatic breast cancer, I can see how you could be offended, like, wait a minute, why, why am I in this fight? I, you know, or you're in this battle. Um, I hope you win this battle, <laughs> you know, this. which in, in another sense, it, it kind of is. I mean, you're, you're in a fight, <laughs> whether you wanted it or not, you're, you're in this fight. It's just, where's the onus? Who, is it your responsibility to fight it? Whereas I do think, you know, with help, alcoholism, it still is your responsibility to fight it, but you got to stop drinking alcohol. Cancer, you don't just get to stop doing something and it be cured. You don't yeah, get to do that. I think a couple things with it. I do. Okay. I feel like um, it's it is you know any illness. I have a choice to take responsibility for it, right? Whether it's heart disease or diabetes mm, okay. or cancer, I can take some responsibility in that. Like, what can I do? How can I help myself? Try to do better. Responsibility right? in. Getting rid of it, you're talking about. Yeah. Not or, responsibility well, or, in I mean, getting it. Yeah. Yeah. I um, Responsibility in how can I live with this? How can I maybe lessen its effects? You know, mm -hmm. something like that. We all know that there's a lot of things that impact, play into all sorts of diseases, right? Right. But I don't think that it's, um, that I have to own the fact that I, I did something wrong to have gotten cancer. So that's where it's different to me, I guess. Um, and then I will I just say, for, you know, for some of the other things too, I just think, I mean, it, it sort of just sounds like so dumb. To, I, I still read it. I still will read it on Facebook once a month where they'll say, so-and-so lost their battle with cancer. Well, we just lost your dad. We did not say that he lost his battle with whatever. With falling. With falling, <laughs> exactly. Or with heart disease or with, you know, whatever. It, I mean, you know, again. So what should we say? 
that they died. They just died. They didn't lose their battle. They didn't it wasn't lose a battle. Their battle. Lost. I mean, that's what I would like. Again, is I, it okay to say the cancer won? <laughs> that's no. just as bad, right? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of funny because it's kind of, you know, I know, like, when we talk about, is it epidemiology, when they talk about, like, really disease causes, um, like, that a lot of times even women who die of metastatic breast cancer would get noted, would it, it would be said that they maybe died of pneumonia or something like that. So, sure. so there's some talk about, like, hey, you should, you should actually say that this, that metastatic breast cancer was the cause of death versus you know, the actual, whatever, the pneumonia or whatever it was. We're never going to go there, though. I know. Our, 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 the way we track that, it's just never going to happen. It's just not going to work like that. But I really just think it's important. It just feels like, I mean, I don't want to go out of my life with she, she lost. She lost. She lost. Well, screw you all. Yeah, no shit. You know? Because in what other situations do we lose we lost our battle with driving a car i know i mean we we lost our fan yeah it's so just true that just makes me and people all sorts of people do it every educated not educated all society all you know i and i see it often still but it's something that sounds right but unless you're the person Unless you've had metastatic breast cancer, you don't get to sit in your shoes and, and hear it from that standpoint. Yeah. Unless unless you talk about it, yeah. obviously. But you're right. You're absolutely right. What? Yeah. It just, yeah. I mean, I think that's ultimately what it comes down to is, one, yeah, I am, everybody who has cancer is hoping to live as long as they can live they mm -hmm. they are and they're not not trying and if even if they are not trying they still are not losing you know what i mean it's just it, when it comes down to that language and i think how focused i don't know if i can speak for the world but especially america is on winning and losing it just sounds like a really i don't know it just sounds like we have simplified this person's life to something that is just, yeah, it's not, it's not how I want to, what I wanted to be known for. I mean, again, we just buried your dad. Mm -hmm. We're talking about the life that he lived, you know? Right. Um, and how he died, that's ir irrelevant in that respect, right? Like, yeah. So. It is. Yeah. No, I've never, I've never, and we've talked about this a lot. Mm -hmm. But I've never got to that point where, like, yeah, you're not a loser. You're not a loser when you died. I mean, yeah, it, it, you died of cancer, but you didn't lose anything. Yeah, you know, are you in a fight? Well, I think that I think that is up to the individual. Honestly, mm. I really do. I think at. I think early on I would have said, oh, yeah, I'm in a fight for sure. I think it was helpful to me in some ways. I think, you know, I mean, again, it, it, life, I've changed so much in 25 years. Sure. And just the whole, Absolutely. you know, all of it has changed. Um, 
but I think if it's if it's motivating, that's okay. Whatever motivates you, right? Like okay. it's kind of like to me, like what's on your playlist when you go for a walk or run? Like you know what I mean? Who it, it is what it is. Some people draw motivation from things that are very spiritual. Some people want something completely. That's fine, you know. But it's um, I don't. Again, I guess I just don't want people to assume or label it well and me. i go back to you know the meditation mm -hmm. you know some people might want a meditation sure. where it is mano y mano let's go yeah and i'm yeah. Been, i'm winning yeah. and that winning you know yeah. you did some of that without the language or maybe we well and I, one of the some of the languages that i've always used i've always been okay with killing cancer because <laughs> i'm always good with cancer cells dying <laughs> like sure. i'm like i'm good with that right mm -hmm. so that's kind of my my line or my toughness but it's not about me fighting or me it's we it's it's yeah it's kind it's of medicine, like it's, it's everything brains. it's but it's also just it's also just i want those cells to not be a part of my life so sure you know it's really not even anything more than that like go away cancer cells mm -hmm. and the best way i know that for them to really be gone away is for them to be dead i'd be really interested to other survivors out there yeah whether that is a hot topic for you or if never really thought about it that mm -hmm. way or um, no, or I have no problem the with way, it. You know, people, you people groups around you who try to come around you and support, do they make you uncomfortable? Does it make you uncomfortable in the way that they want to support you or the language they're using? You know, I think, hmm. or even just like, I'm not a huge fan of pink. I don't want to be decked out in pink. You know, for like to be fair, you never liked pink. Well, okay. pink was never a color for you. <laughs> it's funny, I'm drinking out of pink glass right you now. You are drinking out of a pink glass. <laughs> um, yeah, that's just you. And I get all the pink. We've had, we've had the pink discussion before, right now. yes. But you, you uh, get your dandruff a little bit. Yep. Um, on the things that, and then and you think about, it, and then you see it again, and it's just like Bruh! you. Bruh! Somebody's got to. I know. Well, I don't know if they do, but you do. Yes. Yes. Yep. Yeah. I just think, mm, I think it's okay for us as individuals to also push back on some of those things that kind of get put on us. Well, that's the history of our country. Yeah. We pushed back on things that yeah. were absolutely part of the the normal language, the normal way uh, people interacted. And somebody went, you know what? Have we thought about it this way? Right. And then a whole bunch of people thought about it. And there was pushback. And we decided as a society that, you know what? We maybe shouldn't use that word or yeah. those words or in this context. or. Mm -hmm. And yeah, yeah, I think this is similar. Yeah, I agree. It certainly outright uh, isn't completely I mean isn't offensive to most people by any means but I don't think most people have thought about it in the way you have yeah 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 I, I think I've probably spent more time wrestling with how I think about everything <laughs> than a lot of people For right good reason. so um are you a survivor yeah no I mean I guess people would definitely say I am that that's honestly I fumble over it I if you want to call me that, I suppose, but please, please again, don't define me by surviving, you know? And then there was a long time where it was like, we actually, I was a kind of a part of some of this in the breast cancer community where we were talking about, well, what's, what's the correct word then? What's the next word? And 
and it was then kind of talking about Thriver. And, and then even kind of the onus of being a Thriver, where I'm just like, I just, I live with metastatic breast cancer. That's who I am. You know what I mean? I, um, I don't know. I don't, I don't love any of the terms for it anymore, to be honest. I, I just kind of like to say that I'm living with metastatic breast cancer. It, I mean, I, I would say survivors on the same par is uh, they lost their battle. Yeah, it feels like that to me. Because it's literally the opposite. Well, and again, survivor. See, this is the other thing that if you <laughs> the the train of thought that I go down to is like, oh, good, you survived. So then it's like, but that's 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 all we have to expect. You we you know. So don't expect to have a fulfilled life, and don't expect to have this kind of stuff. You should just be happy that you're surviving. You know what I mean? And that's the kind of thing that I go. Wait a second. We I my goal is to live a life right to be here um and to yeah to live each day and not have to be thinking about survival in the same way i get it when you're in treatment and things are crappy some days it is about just getting to the next day i i totally understand that but but i yeah i don't think that that's all i don't think it is a good enough definition of who people are by just being a survivor, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, what's the definition of a survivor? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, had cancer, still alive. Yeah, I guess. Diagnosed with cancer, you're still, still alive. alive. Yeah. That, that's what a survivor is. When yeah. we say, that yeah. because we don't put a, a year on it, we don't even put anything medically on it. Yeah. There's not like, oh, you have to have had a good test for three years. Right. We don't have to put it. It's just... You were diagnosed with cancer, and now you're still here talking to us. Oh, you survived it. Yeah. Um, I don't know the negative connotation to that, really. I mean, compared to... I, I do absolutely see that they lost their battle. Mm -hmm. is pretty shitty, mm -hmm. you know? Um, I, don't, I don't like losing. Maybe that's why that's shittier to me, but... Um, yeah, I think, I think one other point that when you were talking about that survivor it also i think for women with metastatic disease doesn't maybe feel like an adequate description in that you know one thing that also goes along with that is oh so you're in remission yeah. are you in remission are you in remission are you in remission hey <laughs> we're not going to be in remission mm -hmm. you know and so again it just feels like something else that you have to explain that's sad and scary and and of course, everybody wants to hear that they're in remission. Um, the 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 what people with metastatic disease know is that, I mean, in some ways, remission doesn't mean a whole lot. Like it could it it can reoccur. And I'm not trying to say that to be like a downer about it. It's just that that's what statistically, again, we know. And in whatever you're not a statistic, but. Anyway, I think so. I think there's also kind of some extra um, weight of survivor when it's like, oh, you're, it kind of feels like sometimes you're lumping me in with a group that I don't feel like I completely relate to anyway. I don't know if there is a group that you feel comfortable with cancer and with everything about it. I think you're fighting through that, right? Like what terminology, what words fit, what is it, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. 
I, I think you did sum it up. It, it's just you're a metastatic. You're someone with metastatic breast cancer. Yeah. That that's what you are, and forget all the other words almost. Yeah. Um, and that's not 100 percent true, but just in general, I think there's a bunch of words that fit people, mm-hmm. that fit what they're doing, and you have found well that doesn't fit me. Well, mm-hmm. that doesn't fit me. That doesn't fit, and that's kind of pissed you off over mm-hmm. time. I you just, don't fit yeah. into those. Yeah. And I'm just not somebody who happily sits in a box that somebody defines for me, right? Sure. So, so um, yeah, I'm willing, I guess, to struggle to figure it out, to keep going to figure it uh-huh. out. I, I, I just don't want to sit with uncomfortableness anymore. I'd rather talk about it to whoever, uh, you know. And maybe, again, I think... I'm, you know, I've had enough discussions with people over the years that I'm not, I know I'm not alone in any of this. It just doesn't get talked about on this main stage in the same way that it does, you know, in groups of women of three and four people, you know, but um, it is also a challenge sometimes to find the people that you have the commonalities with, so... And, and with those. all of these, I, I do want to say again, the pe- a lot of people that are using these terms, they're doing it with good intentions. Yeah. And in no way, matter of fact, it would be the opposite, if they ever got called out on some of these things. Um, they're, they're doing it in a positive way to benefit people with breast cancer, for example, or cancer. Yeah. Um, but it's just... Yeah, it's they haven't thought about all of the the whys behind. Yeah, I agree. I I just feel like, you know, um, I feel like with all of that, it also then just goes back to what my mental status is, and and ultimately I'm trying to protect that, right? So the things that are being told to me, sometimes I'm going to push back against because I have to tell my brain, no, I'm not listening to that or I'm not hearing that in the way that, you know, I'm not going to process it in a way that feels negative to me. You know, it for me, it really is 100% about that self-preservation of the thoughts in my head and that other people don't get to define them, you know, yep. so... So I think like with that, let's just wrap up on that. And and I just want to mention again the the meditation. You know, yeah. it's the thoughts in your head. It's it's what people are going to say things, but we do get to limit how much impact they have or we get to try to figure out how to get rid of, you know, to, to counterbalance those thoughts, how much to take in, how much not to take in. All of those things, and one of the you know one of the ways to do that is is meditation, visualization. You know, you determine the soundtrack of your brain. I just you don't know? love the term meditation. What do you want instead? I don't know. I think technically meditation to me is um yeah. So really, um, so technically, this this head. really would be a visualization because yeah, it's, it's a mindset. Because well, because also. Meditation, I I also think you're right on that. It is meditation is really trying to clear your mind of thoughts, mm-hmm. which is so flippin' hard to do. Sure. Right. Visualization is taking the time to quiet your brain to listen to what is coming in and kind of absorbing that. You know. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a better term for it. That's really what this is. 
And some people do attach more imagery to it than others. And I think some of that is just the way our brains work. Mm -hmm. Like some of us are much more visual, for sure. you know, than, than others. But sometimes you'll be surprised too, like it, maybe even just if your eyes are closed, like seeing the different colors or maybe seeing an image of something or whatever. It's pretty, I think it's pretty interesting. It is. So, so anyway, I, you know, we don't have the answers. But Send us your damn email. Get the damn <laughs> meditation. Or visualization. Oh Just boy. do it. We're going to have to put an E on this one. An E? <laughs> For explicit all oh. of your swear words. Whatever. <laughs> Not All right. Have a good week. See ya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still here. After all these years. After all these tears I shed. I'm still here. And I'm walking this earth like I should be. There was days that I didn't know if I would be, yeah, yeah. Now I stand tall with my feet in the ground and my head in the clouds. Cause I'm still here like I should be, yeah, yeah, like I knew that I could be. Here we go, here we go. hope you love this episode of I'm Still Here, and I wouldn't want you to miss out on what comes next. So be sure to rate, review, and follow this show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast, especially if you found it helpful. We need all the shares, likes, stars, and love we can get. We'd also love to hear from you. Leave your comments and questions, and we'll incorporate them into future episodes. Have a great day.